0: A snake licked us. A... Okay, wait. <laughs> <laughs> Apollo carried the baby. Wait. <laughs> what? Are we sure we want to know this? Uh, welcome to We Should Know Better, the podcast where we hitchhike through Wikipedia. I'm Sky.
1: I'm really tired.
0: And I'm Tim. Yeah, really tired is gonna be played by Kyle tonight.
1: Oh, yeah, sorry.
0: Yeah, uh, and what we do here I'm sure you guys have listened to the show by now But if you haven't um, I'm gonna give these guys two pages and they are going to compete to get to uh, the last page uh, With and within the fewest number of clicks um, They can only click on links within the Wikipedia page. Mm. That's how it's gonna go and so today's pages are gonna be Superman <laughs> to hygiene So they're gonna try to get from Superman to hygiene in the fewest number of clicks Was, was that the secret to his powers? Superman. <laughs> <That> he like <laughs> he, now made, that you think he made about his it, bed he's a and... very clean man. Like, yeah, I mean if, is... you're,
1: if, if You're gonna wear your underwear on the outside of your clothes. You'd better be pretty clean. Yes. <laughs> you better clean.
0: Yeah I lasers the bacteria off of me. <laughs> Let me just check and make sure. Yeah, it's just it's just Wiki, Wiki yeah. slash Superman is the page that you're starting okay. at. Okay. Sure. Right. I, I would out. I would like to inform
2: everyone mm-hmm. that uh, Wikipedia has taken the money that we all donate to them. Uh, so because you know, if everyone donates a dollar, they can get rid of their their fundraising. Oh yeah. Thing. They took the money and they used it to put a nice blue border around the search box on the front page of wikipedia everyone go check that out it's very pretty
1: it's very pretty yes i i would like to also point out that there's a disambiguation to this for other uses see superman disambiguation and now i need to know
2: well one of them's got to be the ice cream (laughs) yeah it probably
0: is actually
1: uh a bunch of them are other versions of the same character
0: ice cream is not on here
1: yeah the monster truck is Bunch of music. Bunch of music named Superman.
2: Oh, um. Oh, what's the um, name?
1: Yes, it is. It's it's not, th- that one's on there.
2: Yes. Yeah. Not not mustard plug, but, um, <laughs> you know what? it, Sky. What's the name <laughs> of the I group do. who does Superman? I'm just going to let you anguish in this. Oh, you really I don't remember? Oh, Why do you torture me? Oh, it's it's, a it was in Tony Hawk. coldfinger
0: <laughs> <laughs> coldfinger Oh,
1: it's a 90. Oh, oh. So I should have asked about it in that quiz last week.
0: All we know is Tony Hawk, apparently. At least uh, I do.
1: Can we do a quiz about athletes nicknamed Superman? Because there's a lot of them.
0: <laughs> oh, I bet. Anyway, <laughs> um, in order to see who goes first, we're going to play a little game. And this time, it's going to be another one of the drag races. Oh! So, if you remember how this works, I'm going to give you two pages. It's kind of almost like a little mini Wikipedia game. <laughs> um, mini Wiki. Uh, you guys, are. we're going to go from locomotive to bullet. <laughs> and uh, what what's going to happen is I'm going to give you the um, the first sentence on the Wikipedia article that I want you to find and cl- click. There's a link to a Wikipedia article on the page that I'm going to give you. You need to find that link, click it, and then I'll give you an- another one. And so that way you guys will just kind of relay race to the end here.
1: Don't we read the first sentence of the page once we get to it?
0: Nope. Uh, we we flipped it. Oh, okay. We flipped it up because I realized it's much better for the listeners, much more interesting for the listeners to kind of hear like the question almost and then an oh, answer yeah. instead of just you searching for a word and then, you know what I mean? That yes. makes sense. That makes so, a lot more sense. Yep. So once you do find it, you can say the name of the article that, mm. that you're on and uh, then I'll give you the next one. All right. Sounds good. You guys ready ah! to start? <clears throat> ah! Oh, Goldfinger. Whoa. That's what I said. <laughs> oh, you did? Yeah. Come- I didn't hear you. Oh.
1: <laughs> Hang on. You- let me see if that's on there.
0: It, it is. Me anguish. It
1: is, in fact, from the album Hangups.
0: Yeah, you said, who is that? And I was like, yeah, it's Goldfinger. Oh, I didn't even hear you. I it's anguished fine. for nothing. <laughs> um. Anyway, <laughs> are you guys on Locomotive? Yes. Uh, yes. Wiki slash Locomotive? Wiki
1: slash Locomotive. mocomotive.
0: Right. Here yes. we go. A, a combustible black or brownish black sedimentary rock, usually occurring in rock strata, in layers or veins called beds or seams.
1: It makes it sound so comfy. Yeah. hmm Okay, There okay. is this?
0: I will give you guys a hint, because when I was re-looking over this game, I realized that it's not in the place that I would think it was. It's in the place, it's just not linked in the place that I would think, really think it was. It is. It's in it is, the place. <laughs> it is under motive power, but, um, not the section. Not like the section label. What you think it would be like?
1: Oh my gosh! Okay. It's okay. kind of. It's kind of
0: mentioned in, in passing. Um, okay. In another section. Right. Oh. Uh, Cole. Yep. Oh no. Also known as the Core of Discovery Expedition. This was the first American expedition to cross what is now the western portion of the United States, departing in May 1804 from near St. Louis, making their way westward through the Continental Divide to the Pacific Coast. Oh, dang. Jeez. Oh, all
1: right, here's Carl, cool. all right. how are you? Well, uh, that's gotta be... <clears throat> Industrial Revolution,
0: no. Discovery <laughs>
1: expedition. No Industrial Revolution.
0: First American expedition to cross what is now the western portion of
1: the United States. I know it, I know it.
0: I know, I just gotta find it.
1: Why is this so difficult?
0: Do you guys know why I picked this one? Because you want us to anguish? No, it's kind of, it's <laughs> kind of connected to, to Superman in anyway.
1: Stronger than a... Oh,
0: <laughs> I get it. <laughs> <laughs> Still can't find it. That was amazing. That was such a bad show.
2: <laughs> oh my gosh. Kane is an American treasure, my friend. My dad watched
0: <laughs> that show so much. Talking oh about gosh. Lois and Clark, the adventures of Lois and Clark.
1: In case anyone needs to know. Yeah. Whoa. The headline has a,
0: something to do with combustion.
1: There's a place called Spremberg, Germany that's linked. Ooh. I mean, I kind of want to click <laughs> Oh, there we are, the Lois and Clark expedition. Alright. No! Uh, um,
0: an American founding father who was principal author of the Declaration of Independence. He was
1: elected. Thomas to Jefferson.
0: S- yep. <laughs> <laughs> Go find Thomas Jefferson. Oh, did you found um, him?
1: Yes, I found him. Oh. Okay. No. no not for this.
0: <laughs> A founding father of the United States, chief staff aide to General George Washington, one of the most influential interpreters and promoters of the U.S. Constitution, the founder of the, nationals, or the nation's financial system, the founder of the Federalist Party, the world's first voter-based political party, the father of the United States Coast Guard, and the founder of the New York Post.
1: Did you just say the American Motor Party?
0: Federalist Party.
1: I'm pretty sure. Founder I of the Federalist
0: no Party. Okay. The first, well, the world's first voter-based. Political
1: voter, party. voter. Yep. Okay. I heard voter. These people know.
2: People know I'm not cheating because I still can't find the Lewis Clark expedition.
1: <laughs> it's oh, near. No. It's near the bottom.
0: It has something to do with fires, Tim. The heading has something to do with fires.
1: I don't remember that. Really. Cultural
0: usage. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Underground
2: fires. Hey, there, there you go. Yeah,
1: that's it. That's it.
2: It seriously is what?
0: It's in
1: there. I know. Oh, there it is. <laughs>
2: Thomas Jefferson, and okay. then some dude. A founding um, father
0: of the United States, Chief Staff Abe to General George Washington, one of the most influential Alexander interpreters. Alexander Hamilton! There you go. <laughs> uh, I couldn't A find knife, a my... sword, or spike-shaped weapon designed to fit in, on, over, or underneath the muzzle of a rifle, musket, or similar weapon, doubling oh, the man. weapon as a spear. <laughs> We've been here before.
1: We have been there before. It's, it has a really weird picture. Oh, Hamilton. Man. Okay. Why would Hamilton be talking about?
3: That? <laughs> Hamilton.
1: I mean, the guy got in a lot of fights, but I don't remember this happening.
2: He kept the he kept the he kept the bayonet hidden under his, his coat, that attached not- to a rifle.
1: <laughs> he was in a war. Before. Sure. Yes.
2: Oh, Alexander Hamilton. All right. Oh no. Catching up. Catching up.
1: No. 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 Okay.
2: Okay. Okay. I'm just gonna go right down. Who the
1: Reynolds affair?
2: I'm just gonna dive right into the middle and hope for luck.
1: The Burr Hamilton duel. Quasi war. Yeah, I, I just there was a quasi war.
0: Yeah, I mean, I they, mean they had it's a, a lot of falling outs.
1: It's an it's an American tradition to be in sort of a war.
0: That's true. <laughs> I've been doing it for a long time. He was he was George Washington's aide aid during the yes uh, revolution.
1: Got that part. Yep. I'm not sure how that gets us to a band. Well.
0: Just
1: You're just giving letting, you hints on what section it's in. Okay, all right.
2: It's in the section that deals with the Revolutionary War, maybe.
1: Oh, bayonets! All right, oh. bayonets in a nighttime action. Wow, that is that is a great novel, by the way.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's pretty great. A firearm designed to be fired from the shoulder nope. with a barrel that has a helical groove or pattern of grooves cut into the that barrel. That is a walls. rifle. Rifle. Okay. Here you guys go! A projectile propelled by a firearm sling, slingshot, oh, or air gun! Oh! Ow. Kyle just squeaks it by. Oh! Uh, photo
2: finish. Nice job. Whatever an audio photo finish is, is that like a...
1: Audio, audio finish?
2: Like a Snapchat finish or something. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Face swap finish. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, good job, guys.
1: Man. Yay! Good job, Kyle. Thanks! I don't know anything about what I'm doing to try to make this run from Superman to hygiene, but I'm gonna do it we're first. Here.
0: There's a lot of choices.
1: He's a fictional superhero from my from my city. Uh, Are the
2: real superheroes?
1: Well, <laughs> we're all superheroes in our own way, Tim.
2: Yeah, that's true.
1: Um, yeah. Well, Trump. I mean, he's not technically from Cleveland, but he is. Um, he his, his creators were.
0: Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah.
1: Yep. Um, It is a it's a weird story. Anyway, uh, we if you come by the uh, the Cleveland Airport, uh, Cleveland International, we have a big we've actually got like a a big um, set of panels explaining the history about Superman. And it's weird because it runs the same like 10 minute explainer. Uh, like it just goes over the film over and over again so while you're standing there waiting for your bag you hear about it like 6 times you're like okay all right <laughs> i'm done yeah i know about this thanks guys uh Can we just get so, back to
0: telling me to not leave my luggage unattended yes <laughs> where's that lady
1: <laughs> please let's hear from her what does she think of superman um what do you guys think of superman i i i not i'm not really a fan personally
0: yeah, I guess as far as like comic book heroes go, it's not my favorite. But mm.
2: like, I like him as an icon. Yeah, but I don't really find
0: him as a character
2: terribly interesting. Mm-hmm.
0: I think it's pretty interesting when he has other like he almost needs like foils as far as superheroes go. Like it, he's pretty good in like the, the Justice League and stuff like yeah. that.
2: Yeah, but when well, he's when he's got people to like try to be the leader for and right. <laughs> sort yes. of learn things from that yeah by himself it's just yeah it feels kind of he feels kind of like a one-sided character like yeah he's just really really cool We're like yeah. nope
1: good job and that's about it <clears throat> can't die yeah um, well no,
2: i'm sure he's died like five times now well
1: there was famously <laughs> he did actually die i think it was back in the 90s but i can't remember how he came back but he came back but he, yeah th- yeah
0: well, however, during the death of the Superman storyline, Clark's age was given as 34 years old.
1: Yeah, see, there we go.
0: Well, <laughs> doesn't really tell me anything about the death of Superman, but.
1: Just Ugh. that he was 34. Not. Ah, that's funny uh, because he's a Messiah lookalike and he actually lived a year longer than. <laughs> uh, what? He's supposed to be like a Messiah, like a, you know, oh. savior from another. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But he actually lived a year longer. Um okay so uh interestingly enough though he didn't start out as a hero so to speak uh as far as the uh the bit here from or about Jerry Siegel coming up with the idea for you know Superman as an idea he and a friend of his in high school in 1933 wrote a short story uh called The Reign of the Superman in which uh, which he self published in a little fanzine essentially science fiction number three the the Superman in this character or in this story uh, is a vagrant who gains vast psychic powers from an experimental drug and then uses them maliciously for profit and amusement only to lose them and become a vagrant again ashamed that he will be remembered only as a villain oh
0: no, no. yeah
1: yeah the um the oddly enough the image that they have in this fanzine that the, they show here I'll, I'll send this over to you guys uh that character that they have there as the as the superman uh looks a little bit like lex Luthor to me so i don't know that's interesting you uh, see
2: you see how in batman versus superman uh coming up they have lex Luthor with hair yes that just
0: throws me off <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's pretty iconic that's like part of his character
1: did you know that that's i can't even believe that this is a dumb thing i know but <laughs> but for a long time uh lex Luthor like his main thing was that or his main reason for hating superman was that he believed that superman caused a accident in his lab that cost him his hair that made him go bald what that's yes. amazing <laughs> yeah for um at least At least early on, and I can't remember how long they made this joke go on, but he had this amazing, like, poofy hair, and Clark, or Superman, uh, you know, breaks in, I think it's like to stop a fire or something like that in the lab, but it causes something to spill on him, and oh no, his hair is gone, his beautiful (laughs) hair, and he holds it against him forever, apparently.
0: That's so great.
1: Yep. Yep. So there you go. that's that's where that comes from.
0: That's amazing. you'd yep. you,
2: you think he'd be able to just make himself grow hair again if he's a genius.
1: Well, you know that's he has a lot of things to think about, Tim. He doesn't really have the uh he's not going to spend his his precious mental uh, capabilities on that.
0: One big thing about Superman is like his alter ego and like his, his secret identity and that sort of thing. Mm. Clark Kent. And it says here, you know, it says that um, he was based partly on Harold Lloyd and named after Clark Gable and Kent Taylor. And it says creators have discussed the idea of whether Superman pretends to be Clark Kent or vice versa. And at differing differing times in the publication, either approach has been adopted. And I'm not really sure what that means. Like Like which one he identifies more as himself. Yeah. Like whether he's Clark Kent and has to kind of play Superman or whether he's Superman and has to play Clark Kent.
1: I think it's. I think that's what they're asking. Yes, it's so. kind
2: of an interesting question. Yeah, like are both identities sort of equal in his mind, or is he always one and wishing he could kind of be the other? It's tough. Yep,
1: <laughs> being an alien. It's a not easy. Alien. It's
2: not easy. It's not easy to <laughs> be him. Uh, going back to speaking about his his powers and how sometimes it seems like he's too powerful and like mm. too invincible. Super. Yeah. Yep. They say that during uh, the 1986 rewrite, they sort of took that into account and tried to limit his powers.
1: But uh, he so was he could, too powerful. He
2: could, <laughs> you can't limit these. No. Uh, he only barely survives a nuclear blast, guys.
3: Oh, only. Only <laughs> his, barely.
2: His space flights are limited by how long he can hold his breath. What? Uh, Superman's amazing. power levels have again increased since then, with Superman eventually possessing enough strength to hurl mountains, withstand nuclear blasts with ease, fly into the sun unharmed, sure, and survive in the vacuum of open space.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, that sounds more in keeping with what I have heard of this.
2: Yeah. That's, that's too much. It's it's a a one, no one can fly into the sun. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's where you're drawing the line,
0: Yes. I
1: do like everything else. You're like, yeah, okay, but.
0: I do like um, the Watchmen's take on Superman with Dr. Manhattan, where it's basically oh. like he's just so powerful that like, he just kind of gets bored and can't relate with people, and so he leaves. <laughs> like, that kind of <laughs> feels realistic to me. Yes. Like, you just have this guy that's just so powerful, but I don't know. I mean, he that's was fair. raised by pretty good parents too, I guess. That's important. Mm-hmm. Your upbringing is really important when you're a superhero.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm it's a good I'm just, sense of duty. I'm I'm reading. Speaking of duty, I think I know where I'm going to be going for this, uh, for this run. Uh, you know who really cares about hygiene? I'm just gonna read this line here. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> uh, in 1943, Bugs Bunny was featured in a short called Super Rabbit, which sees the, sees the character gaining powers through eating fortified carrots. Ooh. The short ends with Bugs stepping into a phone booth and changing into a real Superman and emerging as, <laughs> as uh, you know, war pandering for as a U.S. Marine. So I'm going to click on a U.S. Marine because they definitely care about hygiene.
0: Oh, that's a good call. Hmm. The, second, I the... thought you were going to click on Bugs Bunny. Yeah, something. I was like, you know, where's like... this going, dude?
2: <laughs> what?
1: It was, yeah, see, I was I was kind of, I was trying to play you there for a couple seconds.
0: Yeah, pretty good.
1: Yeah. All
2: right, Tim. That's what I do. So, <laughs> uh, sticking with Superman's powers, he is, he can fly, he has super strength, super speed, x-ray vision, heat vision, telescopic vision, his eyes are just amazing.
0: Yeah, <laughs> super a lot hearing, going on there. Super breath. I think he's got more cones than
2: everybody else. Yep. I think that's super. We can't have any of those as humans, but there is one thing we can have if we have hygiene, and that is invulnerability.
0: I
1: don't... Well, hold on. I don't think that's how hygiene works, Tim. That's how it
0: works in an (laughs) after-school PSA. Well,
1: actually, that's true.
2: I clicked on invulnerability, and it takes me to vulnerability, so... (laughs) What? What? That, uh...
0: (laughs) I'm trying to find it. Let's see. Invulnerability.
1: It's trying to... It's Oh, yeah. it's it takes you to you a in.
0: section in vulnerability called invulnerability. It
1: wants it doesn't want you to think that it's invulnerable. It, it wants you to be a part of its you know its yeah. experience. Yeah,
2: Here's the cool. part of the vulnerability wiki where we talk about the complete opposite of vulnerability. <laughs> yeah.
1: uh, have you guys read the science? And I can't even again. Believe, I can't believe I, this is a thing I know about. But have you guys read the um, paper in which someone actually goes through Superman's abilities? And argues that his abilities—he doesn't actually have any of the list of abilities that are there. Really, what he does have is the ability to change the density of objects and things around him.
0: Oh wow! Uh,
1: he, I have not the, the read per, this. Yes, the person actually—I kind of am relieved. <laughs> <laughs> hmm? the, the writer actually even goes so far as to say, like the, um, like the heat, the heat vision, and everything else. Uh, that's all caused by uh, shifting densities and in, in the light around him. It's it's nuts. Anyway, uh, let's talk about Marines, you guys. Yeah. They are Marine a branch over. of the United States Armed Forces uh, responsible for providing what this page calls power projection using the mobility of the United States Navy to, by congressional mandate, rapidly deliver... <clears throat> combined arms task forces on land, at sea or in the air. Gotcha. Yep, that's what they do. Uh I actually have a couple marines in my family. It is a it is a uh you know, the branch we are closest to. Actually, I've got several mi- military members in my family. Um but uh, we have the most in the marines, I suppose. Gotcha. Um <clears throat> okay, so uh, they are known for, yeah, basically being ready and, and uh, being able to, whereas each of the other arms of the military focus on a, uh, a specific theater, uh, they are supposed to be able to uh, be available in any of those situations. Right. The Marine Corps fil- fulfill a vital role in national security as an amphibious expedition- expeditionary air-ground combined arms task force capable of forcible entry from the air, land, and sea is capable of asymmetric warfare which is where you play chess with someone by writing letters <laughs> with conventional irregular and hybrid forces
0: they use a uh, a c130 hercules aircraft to support the um, the blue angels oh yeah they're like they're I don't know show-offy. you know what I mean oh it says first yeah. flight demonstration <laughs> team Show is off. what they <laughs> showoffy flight demonstration team uh, they
1: are that is exactly what they are and they are amazing
0: it's named, they, yeah they are really cool.
1: They fly over here every year. I know they our, do. I've show.
0: actually driven uh when I make the drive from New York to to Michigan, I've a couple times I've driven where they are like flying around Cleveland.
1: Oh <laughs> it's yeah. It's really they, weird. They uh they buzz the city as they're doing <laughs> warm-ups for the show.
0: Yep. Don't buzz it's,
1: the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It's pretty it's pretty cool.
0: <laughs> but that C130, it's named Fat Albert. Yeah, <laughs> to, <laughs> like that's Angels. wonderful.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's really wonderful.
0: Some neat, right. well, yeah. Um, man. where do you what are you thinking? Do you find
1: anything? Oh, like man, I'm not finding like practices anything that's really helpful. or Hygiene, rank structure, <laughs> practices, and hygiene right here. What do you know? Oh, no, uh, <laughs> t- uh, trench okay. foot. Oh, oh, they have a uh, recruit training or boot camp here that's where that gets boot camp might help you oh wait hold on there is a whole bit about the uniforms uh they just have the different uniforms here oh, utility yeah. uniform dress uniform service uniform and evening dress uniform
2: evening wear looking dapper yes.
1: okay slippers. okay so oh man oh how man I, how is that, this not
2: that evening wear is on point isn't it yeah it's pretty nice that is <laughs> dapper
1: yeah, they, we'll see if this is what it is. You you have to clean up, you know. I don't know why that's not listed here because that sounds like something you would need to do. <laughs>
3: uh,
1: all right. Well, um, hmm. So I could either go with, like, uh, dress uniform here. Or, that sounds like a good plan. Or boot camp. Huh. Oh, uh-huh. but, oh, that's tough. I really, I kind of want to flip a coin.
0: I mean, dress wear <laughs> might get you, like, yeah, it might get you into...
1: All right, let's see. Oh, know. okay, hang on. Dress uniform it is. That's what I'm clicking. Do it. Most. It's the most elaborate. Oh, my gosh. Okay, sorry, go on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, Tim, you're on vulnerability. Yes, this is a, a very
2: scientific uh, look at vulnerability. Wow. It's basically <laughs> the, the study of the extent to which changes can harm a system or which to a community can be affected by uh, the impact of hazards or the exposure to the possibility of being attacked or harmed it's uh, yeah it's pretty serious Dang. Uh, it goes into the research of different methodologies of determining this sort of thing uh, especially in categories such as social vulnerability so how a community withstands uh, the threats around it both you know environmental and man-made uh, cognitive vulnerability uh, or is also uh, cognitive bias as part of that. Patterns oh, of thought um, that expose that. vulnerabilities in the mind. Yeah. Yeah. Military vulnerability, of course, is oh, yeah. uh, survivability on the battlefield. Uh, and then they go into the the invulnerability section. And I remember when I told you that it didn't feel like this kind of really belonged. Yeah. It really doesn't belong. No. So it's all science and stuff above. And then you go into invulnerability, and it's like. Invulnerability is a common feature found in video games.
1: Oh, wonderful.
2: Makes the player impervious to pain, damage, or loss of health. (laughs) It can be found in the form of, quote, power-ups or cheats. (laughs) It's also in
0: comic books, guys. And mythology. When activated via cheats, it is often referred to as, quote, god mode. Please tell me they
1: spell, yeah, please, oh yeah, of course. Uh, Please tell me they spell cheats with a Z there. Oh, I wish. Nope. Oh no. man, missed opportunity
0: Invulnerability section sponsored by Mountain Dew Wow, it goes on <laughs> Generally, it does not protect the player from certain insta-death hazards Most what? notably, like, they are just breaking down the idea Insta- of Insta-death? Invul- yeah yep.
1: That's a word that they introduced to Wikipedia Most notably, Good job, guys.
0: quote, bottomless, unquote, pits
1: <laughs> From which, Dude. even if the player were
0: to survive the fall, they would be unable to escape
1: Oh my god <laughs>
0: <laughs> just these people type in imagining Mario at the bottom of a pit Yeah. and then just kind of scrabbling, else. just
2: looking up, just like, oh, oh no,
0: the star was what a bad I idea. idea. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh And then someone else, uh, another wiki editor editor immediately like flagging. it, like, no, that is not. Oh, you guys.
0: Yeah, this is real bad. <laughs> but they probably aren't paying much attention to the vulnerability article. Yeah, <laughs> there is
2: complete dissonance here.
1: Mm. Um,
0: yep. And then it talks about comic books. Yep, Superman. nice,
1: nice, nice man.
2: Uh under research though, uh vulnerability research covers a complex multidisciplinary field, including developmental and poverty studies, climate studies, security studies, engineering, geography, political ecology, uh disaster risk management, and public health. Oh,
1: oh! Damn
2: Yeah, let's get into some public health. Public
1: health. <laughs> well, I didn't find anything. That was anything. a good
0: pull. Holy crap! That's
1: a really good pull.
0: That was kind of lucky. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were going to back out of that page because it was very. It tiny. was like there was <laughs> nothing. <laughs> I was
2: I was hoping there would be something about um, about
1: how like disease how and
2: vulnerability. Oh to, yeah, there isn't like susceptibility. Right.
1: Oh my gosh! Well, dress yeah. uniform, you guys is often referred to as full dress uniform to distinguish it from mess dress and semi-formal uniforms such as the British Army's service dress is, uh, according to this page, the most formal military uniform typically worn at ceremonies, official receptions, and other special occasions with order insignias and full-size medals, which I didn't realize there were smaller-size medals. So (laughs) I really like the idea of having, like, which set of medals are you going to wear today I really feel like today is a full-size <laughs> <like> full size metal day.
0: Feeling full size.
1: Um, so I did not know there were so many ridiculous words related to this. Like this is a thing that I this is a this is an ongoing conversation I've had with Stephen about fashion in general, where I will you know I I'm trying to describe a thing that's on a, a piece of clothing. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh yeah, uh, an X, and I'm like, that has a name. So there's a lot of those in this,
0: <laughs> oh nice
1: uh for instance uh although they are often brightly colored and adorned with ornaments such as gold braid and lanyards both of those I knew uh it also or a lampas
2: okay, which is that a pokemon
1: I really yeah, it sounds like it, but okay, it's a, a lot okay it's According to this, the trouser, the stripes that are on your pants, (laughs) are called Hmm. lampasses. Okay. And I really, I mean, it feels like there's a good joke in there somewhere, but I'm not finding it immediately. I'm kind of
0: (laughs) churning on that, and it's not coming out. There's something
1: there. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put that away, and I'll come back to it later. (laughs) Um, All right. So here, uh, in in also in this uh, particular bit we talk about the late infantry regiments which are trained as skirmishers but they wore red uniforms with gray with green shakos uh which are apparently the uh military their their caps with the feather in the front oh. like they're the round caps with the feather in front which i didn't know that had a name yep <laughs> sure and uh So, okay, then in the Scottish Highland regiments, they didn't wear trousers, favoring the kilt, and the Scottish Lowland regiments adopted tartan trues. A true is basically pants? I mean, (laughs) (laughs) but made of leather, it sounds like. I don't really understand. Okay. Yeah, they're pants with leather stripes to help protect you from uh, while you're riding on horseback. Uh, the only one that I, the only thing that I actually, oh wait. Oh, and the Lancers had their chop cup, which again is a cap with a weird, it looks like a squid. I'm going to send this over to you guys. It's a weird looking little hat with a poof on it.
2: Oh yeah, that is weird. <laughs> the poof um, really sells it though.
1: <laughs> Look at
0: that guy yes. too. That guy's wearing it like cocked. He looks yeah. so cool. <laughs>
1: he is definitely selling that.
0: Whoa! All three of those dudes are made. All four, <laughs> even that guy in the background. Look at that swagger!
1: I know. I know.
2: The swagger spelled S C Z W A G G E R. Swagger.
1: Oh my gosh! And then uh, the only thing that I actually knew in this one uh, is they they describe here the hussar or hussars wore their distinctive busby, which came to be adopted as the Royal Artillery, Engineer, and certain other corps that's the poofy hat that the uh oh no it's not what no this is a different thing
0: i thought it was the busby i
1: thought it was too oh wait did we go over this when we talked about hats i'm pretty sure we did okay according to this a busby is a much different hat (laughs) oh okay there's two of them two different types of
0: oh i see
1: yeah. I see. One of them is a particularly large, poofy one.
0: <laughs> yep, and the other one's the, worn the, by the Hungarians.
1: One, yeah, the other one is a much smaller cap, which I don't understand how those much different hats have the same name. <laughs> That's weird. When when the stripes on your pants have a particular name, how do those two hats have the same name? Anyway, I came in here looking for Hygiene? <laughs>
0: Did you find it?
1: No, oh, no. I did not. There
0: you go. Wait. So go back. It's actually the ones worn uh, by the the guards. Um, oh, what What's it called? In Buckingham Palace?
1: Yeah, I know. I can't think of the name of them either. Yeah,
0: but they're not. It, it's actually not a Busby. It's oh. oftenly con- confused and colloquially kind of known to be that. What? Yeah. Um, but yeah, that usage is now obsolete. So I guess that's probably where where we're getting the confusion.
1: Oh my gosh! You know, oh they gotta wow!
0: Got to be, got to be correct in all these military circles. Oh, I hey. guess. you hat nerds!
1: We oh no no they have a reference here to the uh, the Stetson. Oh,
0: um, good old Stetson. The
1: Royal yeah the Royal Canadian Mounted Police used to wear uh, a Stetson, which uh, which we remember from several episodes ago as the boss of the plains. Yes. Um, they here call that a in Canada. Apparently, they call it a campaign hat. Okay. Hmm. So hats yeah. are weird, dude. They, I
0: <laughs> and I think it's probably because hats are like more of a nobility thing, and the mm. nobility is just weird.
1: Speaking of weird names for clothes, uh, the Royal Royal Canadian Mounted Police also have a name for their uniform. Like, it has a name. Barry. Uh, it is called. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: you got berry on yet? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Go put your berry on. This berry uh, is
0: too small. <laughs> you, got a, you got a hole in your berry. Anybody got a larger berry over here?
1: <laughs> this uh it is it is featured it features the famous red serge. A is this British a serge? serge. Uh a a scarlet British style military pattern tunic, which Ooh. is exactly what it sounds like.
2: I was really just hoping that's what they called a sash. <laughs> you gotta put on your serge
1: <laughs> your serge I'm i assuming that I'm pronouncing that correctly because that's how you would pronounce it in French but I could be wrong <laughs> they could say the red sergey which is how an American would say it
0: red sergey <laughs>
1: yeah
0: oh well now I know the name so, for the Mountie yeah.
1: yep lots of weird stuff okay sweet uh, well, we have, I actually can go to this bit here about the, um, about the, uh, Marine Corps uniform, which, uh, apparently has several different dress blues, mm. like A, B, C, and D. Wow. Th- which of course they're lettered because it's the Marines. I mean, but there, it all, it,
0: there is white yeah. tie here. What's that? The, je- the dress uniform correspond to the civilian white tie dress code.
1: Where are you seeing that? I see the top. Oh, oh yeah. Well, they, I mean, that's probably where I'm going to end up going, but they also have down here, I just want to point out that all the blue uniforms have the same trousers cover and black shoes, with the exception of general officers who wear dark blue trousers in the same color as the coat. Uh, officers, staff and non-commissioned officers, and non-commissioned officers wear blood stripes on their trousers. Cool.
0: Oof. You don't have a fancy what? name for blood stripes?
1: N- if you're a Marine, you just call them blood stripes.
0: Hemoseams. Hemoseams. <laughs> yes. <Yep. laughs> I
2: like it.
1: I you know what? <laughs> I would make fun of that, but I'm actually into it. Go I mm-hmm. like it.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Apparently also the particular sword, the saber that they use is the Mameluke sword.
2: The <laughs> blood saber.
1: And, <laughs> yes,
2: for their rituals.
1: And apparently, the belt has a name too. It's called a Sam Brown belt. Oh, even though so, it is a white waist belt.
2: <laughs> so the the belt is named Sam Brown, but they can't name their uniforms Barry. <laughs>
1: no, jeez, no. It's no. The difference okay. our So let's let's you know what I am gonna do. The white tie thing. Where did that go?
0: Up up at the top.
1: White tie dress code. Yeah, done. Click
0: nice oh my i Where am so glad guy. i clicked this yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right tim
2: public health <laughs> yes so the sort of headline photo for the public health page features uh our main man joseph sock or jonas sock i'm sorry not joseph sock
1: he's the I lesser feel, known
2: Sock. i feel i feel bad now i just disrespected sock <laughs> there you go you now can now just you're redo have it to... and i'll cut that out if you want. yes
1: <laughs> no we're so the... gonna have to go in the corner and sock
2: oh, oh. oh. now we gotta keep it because i gotta keep fun. it because that joke <laughs> yep
1: yeah. Yep.
2: <laughs> Reverse it. Anyway, Jonas Salk. <laughs> there are, it's newspaper headlines from around the time of Salk's vaccine. And people are excited about this. There's just big headlines that say Salk's vaccine works. Polio vaccine is safe, effective, and potent. Polio routed. And my favorite, 55 vaccine will be even better. <laughs> wow. Oh, uh, yeah. Just wait. wait. 55 vaccine is going to have a sweet cherry flavor. <laughs> Go Wait, down that means smooth. that
1: the vaccine that they made then does not work. Well, no. That's the that's the best possible way to say. You know what? No, the best. The next one's going to be better. No. Instead the, of saying this one did not work, the first, the next one, one's going to be better. The
2: first one worked. Second one is going to kill all the kids of yes of polio. What? All the little <laughs> twinkles in polio's eyes are just going to be dead. Okay. <laughs>
0: I just
1: thought you were it's saying going
0: something
2: to, very it's, different. No, David. no, no! It's going to warp into the future and kill any remaining polio that may be. Oh, Terminator style! It's just, I just—it's going to go back in time. It's just so interesting to see because uh, these don't seem like headlines you would see nowadays. Even oh, if, a, like, even if they a, came up with a cure for Ebola, like a big effective vaccine cure, which I think they're actually pretty close to, mm-hmm. it doesn't seem like a big as big a deal like people well, don't seem to care
0: as much like this was a big deal back then yeah. i
1: mean we still we do still talk about the war on mm-hmm. cancer all the time
0: yeah if if we did if we get a cure for cancer it's gonna be a big deal but that's... oh that would that would probably be but a big cancer deadline. is like almost its own plus like it's 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 its own thing mm-hmm. in a way do you guys know what mm-hmm. i mean mm-hmm.
1: that's true that's is true. that right like, that's how mm-hmm. I kind of
0: feel about it. Is like, cancer is almost like its own category of disease. Mm-hmm. At this point. Plus, well, cancer is a word for what? I mean, there are dozens and dozens of cancers.
1: Right. I wonder, I wonder if this is a specific thing that we can trace, like, uh, if people used cancer or, like, polio. Yeah. The way that we use cancer in language today.
0: But I think, Tim, mm-hmm. I think you're right. And I wonder if it's that just since then, um, in the last, like, 50 mm-hmm. years— Medicine has like just you know escalated to the point where even though Ebola is still a problem, we can protect ourselves from it, and we're good at quarantining, and we're good at mm. taking care of ourselves. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and staving off infections and that sort of thing. So I guess yeah. maybe that and back then it was it was harder to do so. Things well, were, things were less. I don't know. Known? I don't know.
1: Especially if they're describing it as saying that they've routed polio. Like that brings to mind like a, like an actual battlefield.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. That's Yeah. You're talking about like, that's the way we talk about cancer now too. Yes. Mm-hmm. But,
1: but it's a little bit more general. I think in this case, that does make it feel like this is here in our, in our midst. Right. You know? Yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's interesting.
2: So what, what do you think of when you think of public health?
1: I really hope uh, for a moment, I thought you were going to say when I think of polio and I was like, well,
2: <laughs> string cheese. <laughs>
1: um, when I think of public health, I think of parks and recreation
2: Honestly,
1: because I it is a of, great TV show. Yeah,
0: and I think That's of, pandemic, the board game. Right? Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: well, yeah. I mean, a lot of people, I think, do imagine the sort of little local governmental run place that puts up little posters telling you to, you know, use hand sanitizer and stuff, right? But there's definitely a more pandemic sort of feel to it, uh, borrowing from Sky's imagination there, that there is there's a lot of different jobs involved when you're thinking of public health on a wide scale. Mm. Uh, It says here, modern public health practice requires multidisciplinary teams of public health workers, uh, including physicians, of course, and then psychologists, epidemiologists, biostatisticians, medical assistants or assistant medical officers, if you want to be fancy. (laughs) <laughs> public health nurses, midwives, medical microbiologists, environmental health officers, public health inspectors, pharmacists, dental hygienists, dietitians, and nutritionists, veterinarians, public health <laughs> engineers, public health lawyers, sociologists, community development workers, communication experts, bioethicists, and others. And that's just to keep us healthy. Like, yeah, there's
0: so wow. much. Well, Because
2: uh, it's, this is keeping humans healthy. Yeah. I mean, it's a complicated deal.
0: It is. It's basically what life is, is like not dying yep. and like, yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, they say uh, technology is becoming a big part of public health, uh, especially sort of the social aspect in the terms of gathering data and helping people make their own decisions and plan their own fitness. Oh, yeah. Uh, fitness. And they call it public health 2.0.
0: I remember seeing like they they track like people like using the word like cold or cough or sneeze in tweets. And like they're like and the ones that are geotagged, they can kind of get an idea of like how how sickness is spreading in like an area based on that. Yep. That's Uh, crazy.
2: One example. uh, And this is. They, they describe a few different ones here. They describe the one that, that you basically mentioned where people do research on social media mm-hmm. uh, sort of indirectly by searching um, for certain terms yeah, like and keywords. stuff to see what people use. Mm-hmm. There's other ones where the people themselves, the public themselves, are actively contributing for the cause. Such as uh, in March 2011, after the tsunami in Japan, people were collecting and sharing information about environmental radiation levels with public officials through social media and apps and stuff to get oh. a good gauge of what was going on
0: that makes
1: sense. so that is cool that is cool that is really cool <laughs> uh
2: what would you say is one of the biggest epidemics right now we are facing uh i'll give you a hint <laughs> okay. it is largely preventable hunger is that a, is That's that a, a big, big one?
1: <laughs> um, I mean, I guess I guess we could
2: say that. I, I am thinking more in terms of sickness or disease. Okay.
1: I mean, the the one that stands out, and mostly because of my the people that I know would be HIV slash AIDS. That is and another it is, one. It is also largely preventable. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: um, the one I'm thinking about is uh, type 2 diabetes.
1: Oh, right. Yes, that one. Yeah. Yep.
2: <laughs> Uh, according to the World Health Organization, at least 220 million people worldwide suffer from diabetes. Uh, it is increasing rapidly. They are estimating that the number is going to double by 2030. Jeez. Oh, my gosh. Which oh is my pretty gosh. scary. Mm-hmm. Wow. Guess guess which country has now, the most... Oh, no that's, no. that's most obesity. That's us. We're number <laughs> that's, one. That's us. <laughs> yep. Uh and even though it has been largely a problem of high-income countries, it is now starting to creep into low-income countries as well.
0: Does
1: it give wow. a reason? It
2: doesn't say for that. why.
0: No. I wonder if it's just. Uh, a, yeah, the I can to...
1: tell you why. It's it's high fructose corn. Yeah, I was going to say the quality of the food. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, if that's <laughs> if you want cheap food way to, to make last. Food. Yep. Yep. If you want, but, yeah, you if know. you want it to be cheap and you want it to last, use plastic yep. <laughs> and chemicals. Ah. Uh, <laughs>
2: So in coming years, uh, I will not be surprised that there is a bigger and bigger push toward diabetes prevention. Yeah. Oh man. And actions and and seeing that in uh, public communications and such. Oh, that's so scary. Because that <laughs> that needs to happen. Oh yeah. man. So yes, uh, hygiene does not appear on this page. I'm kind of surprised. Yes. Anyway, I'm yes. very surprised. I've
0: seen a few things where I think that will lead. you. Oh yes. Um, oh. I think. I
2: think I will have a good chance if I go to Sanitation.
1: That's probably, yeah. <laughs> what? Oh, come on. That's not a... Uh.
0: Sanitation. Which which one were you thinking of this guy? Uh, yeah, Sanitation is a good one. I was just saying as I was looking through it, I was like, <laughs> oh, oh, that could okay. be one, that could be one, that could be one. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. I thought you had one in mind.
1: Okay. No, not at top so, of my head. So I have a... I have white tie, also called... In bold here, full Full evening evening dress. dress.
0: It's the most formal (laughs) evening dress code. It's the
1: most full evening dress of the evening dresses, dress codes. After the swimsuit competition.
2: Yeah. What's that? After the swimsuit competition. (laughs) Uh,
1: For men, it consists of a black tailcoat worn over a starched, a white starched shirt, marcella waistcoat, and the eponymous white bow tie worn around a detachable collar. Uh, high-waisted black trousers and patent leather shoes complete the outfit. Although decorations can be worn and a top hat and wife scar- white scarf are access- what? <laughs> acceptable as accessories. I want wear a
0: white scarf.
1: <laughs> like, yeah. uh, you're allowed to. It's acceptable. Yeah. You don't have to.
0: And woman wear full-length evening or ball gowns.
1: Whatever. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I, want, I, I was looking at this page and just reading through this quickly. And I found a, a page that I want to read about, read about instead. I came across this guy doing research for something else a long time ago. And I forgot all about him. Uh, we can actually trace this particular look. The the kind of white tie, black jacket look. Mm-hmm. Back, back to, to penguins. A couple people. Yes, to penguins. Some of them are penguins. But um, there's, there's one who actually gets named here. Uh, as a person who made this happen, fashionable dandies like Beau Brummel popularized a minimalist style in the Regency era, tending to favor dark blue or black tailcoats, often with trousers instead of breeches and white shirts, waistcoats, and cravats. Uh, Beau Brummel is—he's uh, just—he's responsible for everything we know about men's fashion now.
0: I feel like, like that he's it. We were on his page before, weren't we? were we
2: i believe so i feel like yes. i've
1: seen this page
2: before we've, we've definitely talked about this guy before oh yeah. my gosh
1: he's he's nuts it's so great <laughs> I, I mean this guy he claimed to take five hours to dress every day and uh oh man he has a great quote i can't i want to find it again oh all right uh okay when he refused, when he, where he refused to economize was on his dress. When asked how much it would cost to keep a single man in clothes, he was said to have replied, why, with a tolerable economy, I think it might be done with 800 pounds, uh, that's cited. Uh, that amount is approximately 103,000 oh, 103, pounds uh, in 2012 currency, which translates to $160,000. In wow. the U.S., hmm. yes, uh, he he, uh, and, and that's specifically for I think a year. I I don't know if it was uh, I can't remember the exact uh, thing around it, but man, this guy uh, like the thing is like at that time to be uh, to be a high level, you know, a, a person a, a person of peerage, like you wore very extravagant colors and things like that, and this dude just took all of that and just said no i just want to wear black nice uh but yeah he was just absolutely crazy but um i mean of course he died penniless because he spent all his money on clothes wow uh but yeah oh yeah no, i 61
0: he made it to an old age
1: yeah no but he died of uh syphilis so i mean that's no fun yeah
0: Oh. Well.
1: but other than that yeah he made it to 61 i mean that's pretty decent Uh, but yeah, he is credited like that coat, that, that, that waistcoat and the, like the, almost the tuxedo look. He is the person who we have to blame for all of that. Uh, I did not know this, but apparently like he's been put in, I mean, at the time he was put into a lot of, of plays, you know, as kind of a man about town. Okay. Uh, Arthur Conan Doyle wrote about him in a, in a historical novel. Uh, it, it, I guess in this novel, Brummel, uh, there's like a weird social, yeah, a weird social uh, war going on where Brummel takes out uh, some other guy, uh, Charles Treg Treg Tregellis, I guess. Yeah. As the center of the London fashion world, which you can tell because Charles Tregellis does not have a Wikipedia page. He does
0: not. Wait a but second. Brummel it does. says here, although Brummel felt black and ugly color for evening dress coats, it was adopted by other dandies. So that's weird. Oh yeah. That he like but, thought it was thought it was pretty gross, but that's what he's known for now.
1: But he likes the coat. He likes the he liked the cut, the cut and of the, everything.
0: So it's the cut more than the color.
1: Oh yes. For him it was apparently all about making things fit in particular ways to bet to, I guess cut a different figure so to speak um he has i mean there was music written about him there there were plays he showed up in films like people have in fact john barrymore played him apparently in a film well uh he let's see what else oh my
0: gosh the mr t of
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah, there are two, at least, at least two um, television dramas about him uh, and multiple, multiple films, one of which had Elizabeth Taylor in it. Oh, my gosh. All right. And uh, and also, I have to read this little bit.
0: (laughs) You're all about this guy.
1: (laughs) It's hilarious. Uh, Check this out. Uh, Georgia Heyer, uh, author of a number of Regency romance novels, included Brummel as a character in her 1935 novel Regency Buck. He is also referred to or figures as a minor character in the work of later writers of the genre. More recently, Brummel was made the detective hero of a series of period mysteries by California novelist Rosemary Stevens, starting with Death on a Silver Tray" oh my gosh. in 2000. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is so amazing. So he is apparently a Sherlock Holmes character in, in this, oh, that's so wonderful. He has a flower named after him too, by the way. Of course he does. Anyway, uh, that's all I had to say about all of that. I don't care about any of this white tie stuff. Okay. That guy is just amazing. Uh, Man, I really thought I'd get somewhere with this as far as like clean clothes. (laughs) Yeah, I thought so too. But I got nothing. Uh, Except we have another weird name for a hat in which they, in Scandinavia... The traditional attire for doctoral conferments is prescribed at some Swedish and Finnish universities where it is worn with a doctoral hat. It's literally called a doctoral hat, but it's really just a top hat with a bow on it. Okay. (laughs) Uh, So anyway, that's that's what I got. Um, Let's see. Uh, Dinner jackets. Tough choice. Jazz age. Duke of Windsor. Fox hunting clubs.
0: Hmm.
3: hmm.
1: I'm surprised like
0: that isn't linked. That might get you. Yeah, maybe. I don't know.
1: A cassock with a ferri- ferriolone Feriolone. I have no idea how to say that. Oh, it's a cape. That's a cape. Got it. <laughs> Why can't they just say cape? Oh. Um, let's see. Well, you know what? They have state dinners on here. <laughs> <laughs> Got You have to have things that are clean at a state dinner, right? uh yes i'm gonna try clicking that and see where i go okay (laughs) let's talk about hygiene at state dinners all right
0: yeah maybe maybe you don't want to think about it too much with tim (laughs) right with tim (laughs) on sanitation. my topic is yeah
1: not not good (laughs) not
2: good
0: dinner talk
1: oh no
2: uh sanitation is of course promoting health through preventing human contact with Hazardous waste, most of it coming from us. Are oh, you just going to stop We're
1: just there. We're just, no, human just preventing
2: human contact.
1: That's basically That's, the best plan, honestly.
2: <laughs> there is a... I, I can't share with you because it doesn't have a link. Um, but if you go to the sanitation page, there's actually a, an animation from the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation oh. talking about how we need to reinvent the toilet for many developing countries to give them access to safe... You know, reliable <laughs> places to relieve themselves because there are problems with trying to put actual toilets—not actual toilets, but like actual our modern, toilets. our modern, current versions of toilets. Oh yeah, interesting. I think yeah. on the last
0: page, I read that like it was around like two billion people.
2: Uh, yes, have... two point six billion. I think it says do not have access.
1: Wow.
2: To like sanitary toilets. Right. Wow. Uh, and what would those problems be in putting in our versions of toilets?
1: Uh, um, water usage? Yeah, I mean, yeah, oh, is that it?
2: Yeah, that's that's one of the main ones is that Considering there's that usually it's not enough water to go around to, yeah, you know, to flush. Yeah. Water people.
1: I mean, that's, that's the biggest reason that we have <laughs> trouble with it because yeah. we use so much water with it.
2: And the other big reason is uh, a lack of infrastructure. Right. You got to have the pipes uh, Putting, in a, right, putting in a bunch oh, of pipes sure. is just not that feasible. Right. Uh, so, you know, you got to come up with different methods, um, drier methods. And under dry sanitation here, they say the term dry sanitation is somewhat misleading as sanitation includes hand washing and can <laughs> never be dry.
1: <laughs> Whoa.
2: Good point. Wash your hands. Got it. A more precise term would be dry excreta management. But you'll understand nope. why we don't use that term. <laughs> Right. This this uh, this page includes a lot of abbreviations. Just so you know,
3: <laughs> yeah. no one wants um, to use these. For storms.
2: one, uh, one of these dry toilets is called a urine diverting dry toilet (UDDT). Nope, D- <laughs> or UDDT. Yeah, UDDT.
1: Wow. wow! Wow! Good job, Tim. Good job.
2: But- I mean, this is, this is actually a really serious sort of thing.
0: I don't want to joke about it too much. There's a section called lack of sanitation. And the first yep. sentence in there is lack of sanitation refers to the absence of sanitation.
1: I mean, they're yeah. not wrong. They're not
0: wrong. <laughs> Webster's dictionary defines lack of sanitation. Yes.
2: Mm. Uh, sustainable sanitation is uh, a term widely used since about 2009, it says. <laughs> Uh, what to make because it's because they're realizing that hey we need to actually make solutions that are viable um you can't just like i said earlier you can't just plop a a standard toilet everywhere and call it a day don't use the word pop here please please (laughs) sorry uh the the solutions have to be economically viable socially acceptable technically and institutionally appropriate Mm. and should also protect the environment because that's important of course Yes. You can't, you know, wrap up the environment. <laughs> That's I'm sorry. It's just, you got to lean right to it. Have you seen Are the S
1: diagram here? Yes, yeah, so I was going to
2: show this to you.
0: <laughs>
2: There's what? a diagram of the different ways in which
1: no nope. um, disease nope. Nope. from nope. Nope.
2: fecal matter can spread to people. Nope. And it is bookended <laughs> by drawings of two boys pooping. Yep, Two different boys. Yes. yes. One has hair standing color. up, the other one does not. Right. One is Super Saiyan.
0: That fly <laughs> is, like, is so not. happy. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, them. yeah!
2: It's got two of its appendages raised up in triumph. Yep.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, hell no, is that
2: yeah, pile of poop? I'm um, into that. <laughs> for, those, for those at home, uh, this, this F diagram, it's called, uh, describes the different criteria in which uh, diseases through fecal matter can spread, and the Fs are fingers, Flies, fields, fluids, and food. Uh,
1: um, the fluids
2: being like streams and rivers and such. Because <laughs> yes. some people still
1: go in no, those. No, don't tell me
2: that. Thinking that, that is no. a good way. Except they don't think of the people living downstream. Uh, nope. <laughs> well, so we still got to do a lot in this field.
3: Uh, uh, no. And apparently
2: 2015, oh, let me see if I can find this again. With the United Nations, was it? Uh, yes, a UN drive. Uh, International Year of Sanitation was 2015. Oh wow! I'm surprised we didn't really hear much about it.
1: Well, you know, they were trying to keep it clean. Uh,
0: well, all right. <laughs> what are you? What are you gonna do?
1: Where are you gonna go? Well, is hygiene? Please tell me hygiene is on that page. It is.
0: It is absolutely on here. Oh yes. okay.
1: Wow. Hygiene uh, dance all around it. <laughs>
0: actually it's like sanitation is a hygienic means and hygienic that's like that's linked it's the very first thing it's not
1: the absence of hygiene nope
0: Nope. nice job thank you nice job tim do you want to talk about state dinners uh no (laughs) okay not after that this,
1: this did not even get me closer i will say uh i did learn from this page that there is a white house uh executive chef and A White House executive pastry chef. They are different
0: people. I can imagine.
1: And also a White House chief floral designer who arranges flowers and decorations on candlelit tables. And the White House chief usher and a White House chief calligrapher. Our tax dollars, man. Sweet. Chief calligrapher.
0: That is a gig. Which means
1: there's an assistant calligrapher. (laughs) That has to, it has to, I got to click this now. That's amazing.
0: Oh my god. Two, gosh, there are two,
2: guys.
1: there are two assistant calligraphers.
2: <laughs> In case one gets taken out, the other uh, can still take down a letter.
1: The chief, <laughs> the, chief white, uh, the White House chief calligrapher is responsible for the design and execution of all social official documents uh, at the White House, the official residence and principal workplace of the president of the United States. Chief calligrapher works in the East wing of the White House in the graphics and calligraphy office, which is an office. Sweet. With with
3: two (laughs) two deputy
1: calligraphers. Projects of the chief calligrapher range from official invitations to state dinners, official greetings for the president, proclamations, military commissions, service awards, and place cards, which (laughs) should be placards. The current White House chief of uh, chief calligrapher. Oh, my gosh.
2: What if it's place cards for dinners?
1: Well, I su- well, those are still placards. Are they? <laughs> I suppose. I suppose it's probably placards. I first. guess well, I
2: could go either way. I'm the, I'm I'm not fancy.
1: The, <laughs> well, you couldn't be a chief calligrapher then. Nope. The 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 current one is a is a lady named Patricia Pat Blair who has a Wikipedia page. Ah, but no. Oh my gosh, this is going to be amazing. In 2012, guess how much Blair made. <laughs>
0: uh. Man, I don't even want to guess. Two hundred bucks on commission. Higher. <laughs> She's an artist, so like off of
2: deviant art. Ugh.
1: Like a <laughs> hundred. Uh, she made ninety six thousand yeah. dollars. Nine hundred twenty five dollars. Uh, she, however, however, uh, clicking on her page, her work has been published in, and these are real. These are real publications. The Letter Arts Review scripts it. <laughs> Martha Stewart weddings and tab tabele and 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 It looks like it's Latin. Uh, she's a member of the faculty of the Loudoun Academy of the Arts and has some has been on the faculty of the twenty first International Calligraphy Conference in Boston, Massachusetts. That's a real thing. Cool. That had twenty that happened 20 times prior to that, apparently.
3: Yeah.
2: I'm actually surprised that hasn't happened more. Yeah, me, me too. <laughs> uh,
1: in, tw- in she's the past president of the Washington Calligraphers Guild, co-director of Letter Forum at the 26th International Calligraphy Conference in 2005, Pat Blair was awarded the honor Master Penman by oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, this is so great. By the International Association of Master Penmen and Grocers and Teachers of Handwriting, or I Am Peth.
3: For her... <laughs> I am for so peth.
1: <laughs> for her Spenserian round-hand style of script used in the right, White House in, Invitations... She's got a form! She's got a form! Her in... Whoa! Oh my gosh. Oh, Do okay, they have yeah.
2: calligraphy battles?
1: <laughs> Apparently... Yeah, because the pen mightier than okay. Uh, Secret,
2: secret calligraphy fighting
3: rings.
1: Apparently, (laughs) apparently, in 2013, her 96 thousand dollar annual salary became a point of debate (laughs) when it was published. (laughs) Really, (laughs) is that is that so? Eh. Anyway, I yeah, she is an artist, and I'm sure she's very good at her job. And I do not I you know, I, I want to have artists uh paid, you know, obviously I want them paid for their work. It's just it's a little shocking to see that. <laughs> like that's a it's a big number for, for her Spencerian round hand, you know. Anyway, I that was a quick little aside that I did I did not spend on going <laughs> that on. Was, that was that right. was pretty and, neat.
2: I enjoyed that.
1: I'm glad now we have a new person to to keep track of because they're really cool.
2: I I also enjoy this part about hygiene. You take showers in space, guys.
1: What's happening with this picture? Why are you? Oh, taking no. There's a man in
2: space. taking a shower in space. Kay. That's Superman right there. <laughs> yeah. Taking a shower. Oh my gosh! It's amazing, isn't it?
1: That the picture right just next loaded. to all
2: like the instruments and stuff.
1: How does that work? Oh, because so it's here. you it, it, latch it. it.
2: It describes it here, yes. Uh, not taking a hot bath, which kind of looks more like a shower. Yes. In the crew quarters of the Orbital Workshop of the Skylab Space Station cluster in Earth orbit, in deploying the shower facility, the shower curtain is pulled up from the floor and attached to the ceiling. So it kind of comes up around you like a oh. fancy sci-fi shower curtain. Weird. <laughs> the water comes through a push-button shower head <laughs> attached to a flexible hose. You just, you know, squirt yourself down. Yep, and then the water is drawn off by a vacuum system. So you just you pull your curtain up, you hose yourself down, and then the water is just sucked right off your body.
1: Uh, that's so weird, but I mean, effective probably. Oh yeah, I bet.
2: That, that is hygiene, my friends. I haven't even that, read the rest of this. That's all you need to know about hygiene. <laughs> yeah, no, yes. I,
1: you picked the most important part.
2: <laughs> the next <laughs> below this amazing feat of you know human engineering and you know innovation the very next photo is some hygiene accessories and it's just a photo of some dove (laughs) lotion and a couple (laughs) other bottles of junk
1: yeah (laughs) these were used on
2: the space station
1: hygiene accessories that's wonderful
2: Yep. so there is of course so many types of hygiene
1: so what you're saying is gravity helps with hygiene a lot (laughs) i think so
2: there's a there's a, a vase yeah. here from ancient Greece of three young women bathing. Ooh, they're not in space. It's
1: don't matter. That's not as important. The, etym- mm-hmm. this is the my-
0: etymology of it comes from uh, Greek for of course the art of health. <laughs> oh, it's pretty ooh.
1: cool. Ooh, I do like that. Like like it's a like it's a, well yeah it is a practice. It's a discipline
0: in in ancient Greek religion. Hy- 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 Hygieia sure was the personification of health oh cool she had a snake that makes sense <laughs> what <laughs> like she's like feeding the snake the snake's like oh yeah i'm like
2: <laughs> is this is this is this an image or are you just she's making like, this up in your mind milk, right now
0: this milk is so good i'm totally it's into this milk? i think it's milk i in my mind it's milk because <laughs> she looks like she got caught feeding this oh snake. Oh gosh! Milk. Like she's like what? Like somebody just walked in on her <laughs> feeding the <this> snake.
1: <laughs> Hygieia, not again! Hygieia, what did I tell
0: you? Snakes <laughs> are lactose intolerant. It, they're like cats. Does it say
2: why a snake? <laughs> like know. you would not, you would not think that a snake immediately would be an image of health, especially if you live near ones
0: that killed you if they right. bit you.
1: Not she necessarily often, true. She was often I mean, depicted... The, it's
0: like, oh, that's a healthy snake. She, <laughs> she was often depicted as a young woman feeding a large snake that was wrapped around her body or drinking from a jar that she carried. Um,
1: weird. It doesn't say why. She, uh, all I mean... I mean, the I mean we know, we know does, exactly, yeah. Yeah, that, that has... It was adopted
2: uh, into symbols for the medical profession. Right. I suppose but why?
1: So. Oh, this is weird, but... Still neat. Oh my gosh. This other image of her with the snake just, she looks so upset. Like well, this people other statue. keep walking in on her. She's <laughs> trying to feed a snake. Like this this statue here, it's just like, uh oh, You guys. I'm just trying to feed this dumb snake. Oh, she's even still holding the bowl. It's just empty.
2: Oh, well, that's why she's ticked off. <laughs> the snake's just like, uh, okay.
0: Yeah, I can't so find
1: great. why a snake,
0: but... She has, she <laughs> Why has not? three sisters. Um, Pan- Panacea. Oh, right. yeah. Course, the she, goddess of yeah. remedy. Yeah. La- Is it Lasso or Iso? don't know there? if that's an uh, It must be Iso. Lasso. Sure. <laughs> Iso, the goddess of, of uh, recuperation <laughs> from illness. Asiso, the goddess of the healing process. Wow. Mm. So there's a the goddess of recuperation from illness and then there's one of the healing process. They're
1: they're tw- they're twins. And then
0: Igea, I think, the goddess of beauty, splendor, glory, magnificence and adornment.
1: I mean, this is Greece we're talking about. You can't throw a rock without hitting a goddess of beauty, splendor, glory and magnificence. magnificence. True. Yeah. Um but the rest of them, they sound like they have a particular family uh family job.
0: Yeah. Yeah, her and yeah, dad you feed the snake. Her dad was the god of medicine. <laughs> yeah, and you sh- you show you see the picture of her dad, which is what a sep- a selfless. He's hanging yeah. out with a-, a snake. Maybe I can get why the snake on here now.
1: That makes sense. Why, yeah, why snake? Why now?
0: <laughs> a snake licked a. S- okay, wait. <laughs> Apollo carried the baby. Wait, <laughs> what? <laughs> Is Are we sure we want to know this? section. It says Apollo <laughs> carried up to... the baby. Okay, wait, wait, wait. I have to go back up <laughs> to the birth. So he was the son of Apollo and yes. a mortal woman, according Got to some it. accounts. His mother was killed right. for being unfaithful to Apollo, Dang. and was laid on the funeral pyre to can be to be consumed. But the Absolutely unborn child was fair. rescued from her womb. What? And then <laughs> Apollo carried the baby to the centaur Chiron, who raised a a self. I don't know the name. Sure. Whatever. And instructed him in the Cepheus. art of medicine. It is said that in return for some kindness rendered by Asephius, a snake licked Asephius's ears clean and taught him secret Ooh. knowledge.
1: Whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, uh, yep.
0: Uh, <laughs> yep. Back up. Sybilis <laughs> bore a rod wreath with a snake, which became associated with healing. So, that symbol is just a snake, like, licking earwax and telling secrets.
1: Telling. <laughs> Secret knowledge <laughs> Secret
0: knowledge I'm not okay with any of that And he that just gets sweet, a free ride wax. All the milk that he wants <laughs> Oh my and gosh. Has to like Wait is it the same snake? It is the same Of course it's the same snake
1: Oh this is terrifying
0: <laughs> I mean, Why wouldn't it be the same snake? <laughs> <laughs> oh my It's not just going to be like Oh yeah that one snake really helped me out that one time <laughs> Now they're all my bros <laughs> Come and get the milk.
1: <laughs> I don't know. No. <laughs> that one that's, that's hygiene. <laughs> that's hygiene. <laughs> go, go hang out with a snake. Yep. <laughs> Feed it some milk and it will tell you secret.
2: <laughs> it will clean your
0: ears.
1: Oh, that sounds... Oh, ah, just the thought of that makes me... Ugh.
0: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I got Bob's just like... Well... Your mom's dead, go hang out with the centaur. <laughs> he'll raise you he'll raise you right. The
1: thing, the thing is like he like she was killed for being unfaithful, like didn't he like get around
0: uh yeah, once,
1: <laughs> okay, mm-hmm.
0: oh Apollo, yeah, sorry, I was like yes. I was looking at uh Aegea or whatever oh yeah, yeah, but here's yeah. here's him and hanging out with i g <laughs> a snake
1: with snake with his bro. And she's just
0: like, yeah, feed that snake real good.
1: <laughs> like <laughs> this is a whole thing. I did not understand any of this. <laughs> once just, again Once again as a show we we kind of blend over into into Greek uh, mythology yeah. and it is nuts. Greek mythology it is so weird. Is
2: nuts. I bet like maybe maybe like the first artist, they're like, okay we need to <laughs> we need to depict these god you know this god of the goddesses of, of health and he's like yeah i'm not so good at that but i can really draw some good snakes
1: <laughs> yeah snakes are real <laughs> and they're <laughs> like and
2: they're like so okay well we'll work around it
1: <laughs> show us what you got and we'll deal with it
2: we'll we'll figure it out we'll iron it out in the story don't worry
1: and we'll we'll get it in the post edit snake <laughs> we'll make it, it
2: up that what makes you happy go right ahead <laughs>
1: Oh, my gosh. Well, this is not where I thought we'd be ending up after hygiene.
2: <laughs> Have you ever seen a snake lick milk out of a saucer?
1: No, but is It's the I... most
2: adorable thing. Sure. What? Okay, Ted. Okay. You, you <laughs> can try. <laughs> Go ahead. It's
0: fine.
1: We'll, we'll figure it out. Just stop talking about snakes, Ted.
0: Milk. You too. Little <laughs> tongue. tedious. Snakes drink milk? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Are they just sh- walk away. They're like, Ted, what an idiot. Snakes
1: don't even drink milk.
0: Yeah, I'm watching the snake drink milk right now on YouTube. Oh, <laughs> Are sweet. You <laughs> He's totally into it. Kind of. This kind guy, of this guy's kind of making him into it. Found well, cobra no, snake sure in the street. <laughs> and it's just... What? There's another video. This is called Found Cobra Snake in Street. And it's a <laughs> snake by a milk bowl. Oh. <laughs>
1: Well, actually, you know what? I mean, now that you mention it, I do remember there was a Rudyard Kipling story in which someone uh, gets a snake to leave or to uh, come out from under a table with using milk. So apparently, oh my gosh, apparently they're into it. Apparently, they're into it. Yes, here's a snake drinking
0: out of a bottle.
1: What? How does that (laughs) even happen? Does it like?
2: Oh, it is. It is a milk snake
0: too.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. Oh my gosh. oh, ah.
0: <laughs> well, this has been fun. Yeah. Well, oh, hygiene, look everyone. At, Good Jeff.
1: Look at it try. I hope
2: you learned that's a lot about hygiene tonight.
1: How, look at it try. That's so cute. Look at it try.
0: <laughs> now I just want to search videos Aww. of snakes trying. <laughs> 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 Baby snakes no, I mean, trying.
1: Like, I mean, like the bottle is so much larger than that snake. <laughs> I know. It's,
0: it's trying real hard.
1: <laughs> it's like, what's going on? <laughs> I don't care. It Why is good. this so difficult?
0: Uh well
1: Why can't you just put this in the saucer like that lady?
0: <laughs> good job. Good job <laughs> on this our forty-sixth episode.
1: Oh, is it really? Yeah.
0: We're getting oh. close to fifty. The oh, best forty go- sixth episode we'll ever make.
1: What are we gonna do for fifty? What I say we do, like
0: we- I just oh, j no. I just thought of this just now. Because we look back and see what the first thing we did in the first episode, no. the first <laughs> like like the starting page, and then we have to get to the end page of like forty nine, yeah. <laughs> oh jeez, <laughs> yeah, and like as a group, kind of like our oh, holiday episode. We'll
1: have to we'll see what we can do.
0: Yeah. So uh, you can always find us at wskbcast.blogspot.com. We're on Twitter at wskbcast. Uh, We're on YouTube as well. You can find what? us on Are there. We? Yes, uh, I think it's oh. WSKB Cast, and we actually just posted. Sweet. We played uh, this game called "Keep Talking and Nobody Explodes" for an hour and it a was, half. It was and amazing. We recorded it. Um, it's up on that channel, um, and you can go watch it. It's pretty funny. It's pretty fun. <laughs> Did you guys watch that yet? <clears throat> yes. I have not seen okay, it yet. So you saw me freaking out when it when the when the alarm that... goes off and the lights go off.
1: That oh, made yeah. so much more sense after after watching that. I'm kind that, of glad that
0: we, I, didn't, we weren't like playing in the same room so you guys could hear anything. I'm glad that you just were No, I actually like that more. Yeah. the yeah. divorced of it. So, we'll have to do that again sometime soon. That was amazing. That was but yeah, we're also on Facebook. You can find us uh just by searching uh, we should know better. So. Yeah. Yep. Good times.
1: Oh, this was so amazing you guys. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, our
2: our YouTube is we should know better. Oh, it is. It's not the BSK podcast. Nope. It is. In fact, we should know better.
0: Oh, awesome. Oh, yeah. I remember now because I had to make a first and last name because it thinks I'm a person for some reason. So, Um, wait, are we? We we should know better. Yes, exactly. That's what it is.
1: (laughs) That's amazing. (laughs) So, when I get an
0: email, it's like, hey, we should. (laughs) Like, hi, we should. Yeah, we should.
1: Shouldn't we? It sounds like it's encouraging you. It's like, hey, we should. We should. We like, Yeah, we should. Shouldn't we? Yeah.
0: Definitely.
2: I like how the Larry the Cable Guy quiz has is, is actually done pretty well on our... Has it really? Yeah, it has 69 views. Well, okay, oh, I guess so that's great. pretty good. Everything else is like 10, 14. Yeah. The, so the art great. the art one um, with Aphrodite has 77 <laughs> views. Yeah, that was good too.
1: <laughs> that was hilarious. I need
0: to do more YouTube stuff. Again, yeah, we have we some fun videos up there. Give a, Greek give and it a ma- look.
1: Greek and Roman mythology, which is just, as we have continuously found, completely nuts. Yep.
0: That one needed visuals. It was so messed up. Uh, Mm Oh,
1: this is this is just messed up in general. Yes. Yep.
0: All right, guys. Thanks for coming along with me as always.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right. See you guys. See you later.
0: Stay clean. Go get a bowl of milk.
1: (laughs) Stay clean. As you guys know,
0: website blogspot.com thing What? well done I was gonna say wskbcast.blogspot and I'm like no that's not how urls work it's always (laughs) blogspot.com
1: that's not how the internet works
0: anyway
3: Jonas Salk
2: it's newspaper headlines from around the time of (laughs) Salk's vaccine